0: Um, I don't know. If, I, ho- I hope I'm making sense by the yeah, way. No, you yeah, are. Okay, okay. you are. Um, so I don't know. We're going to find out how I'm going to do it. At the moment, all I could think of, let me just master the craft. Let me yeah. get as great as I can to stand up. and Let me get as great as I can with music. Um, and, and, and someone told me recently, Oh, are you trying to do both and whichever one pops pops? No, it just I want to be able to have outlets and express myself. And I'm feeling like today I want to make a song. I can make that and not think I can't because I'm a comedian. Yeah. And if I want to write a joke and I'm in a, trying to write a special mode for a stand up, I want to be able to do that. No one goes, Well, aren't you supposed to be making music right now? Like, I just want to be able to express myself. And five years from now, I might be like, I don't do either of these arts. And I'm actually a painter now. I don't like it. I don't yeah. want to limit myself in my expressive outlet and also be boxed in. And it's messy. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. As an outsider looking in, how would you say? How, you know, how does that look? How does that, how would you go about, you know, if you seeing that, how would you go about it? Like, is it, does it make sense? Is yeah, like, no, it makes sense. I, yeah,
1: like, I think it makes sense. I think the biggest thing in regard to, you know, pursuit of success. Dope, we're live. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, are you good you to having, meet you.
0: Are you having a busy day today? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somewhat <laughs> busy, bro. So your name Eunice. I'm Eunice, Eunice. Trishan. Yep, Tristan. 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 Yeah, Tristan. Okay, that's yes. me, Tristan. What's your last name? I'm Daher. Okay, yeah, awesome. Eunice Daher. I just go by Eunice though. You know? Okay. What awesome. about you? What's your last name? Thelebik. Thelebik. Yep. What is that? Arabic? Is that? What is that? D-L- I wish. <laughs> I wish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are we in right now? Is Arabs in right now? Yeah, it's in, bro. <laughs> I actually found this dope ass song on TikTok. I gotta. I'm gonna play it for you. I'm let's hear it. Let's l- hear it. Tell me. Tell me what it is, because is it in Arabic? Is it, I don't know. It's, okay. It, like. I feel like just the typical like you know, almost that that racist assumption <laughs> of like it's over there. It's somewhere in that <laughs> yeah, region. It's okay, over okay. there. Let me find it. I love this song. Yeah it's,
0: a, yeah it's a famous song it's very famous i song. love I don't the name song. of it i i, I can't think about i saw it on, top, it on tiktok
1: but. somebody was breaking it down i was like this shit is fire yeah
0: we're i feel like this is the first time ever in my life where it's like because i did a show recently and i was doing crowd work and i was like oh are you arabic and he's like No, nah, man i similar to i wish man i was like dude like five years ago ten years ago no one wished to be arab yeah <laughs> was just no. like you know now i feel like we're maybe in the culture we're kind of yeah changing the, the the narrative i guess you know it is which is good which is good i'm yeah. I, I want everyone to get along. That's kind of my thing. So Oh, yeah, no. I'm the same you know? way.
1: So, how long have you been in stand-up comedy?
0: Um, I'm doing stand-ups for almost what 3, 3 years now, I'm coming up to 3 years. Um, and this spin has been going good. I started in college. Well, I've always wanted to do it, but like I really started doing it in college yeah. and then um just just the momentum kept going and I just, you know, 3 years later I'm here, you know.
1: Do you write out your bits or are you more of like a freestyler? Um,
0: well, when I first started, everything was word for word. Like if you told me to do 10 minutes of comedy, every single word on that stage was memorized was like script you yeah. know what i mean now i've got to a point where it's like 70 percent word for word 30 i l- do crowd work um yeah. i'll just so it becomes a little bit more fun and um so i'll leave it open and like so also i could add tags once i'm up there like something will come up i'm not gonna go against it versus before i'll be scared to add a joke once yeah. i'm up there because then it might throw me off on what i'm supposed to say next you know so i'll say 70 percent of it is word for word 30 percent of it is just let me have fun and Yo, what are you guys doing? you guys a couple? And you yeah. know, just fuck around and then...
1: So the the crowd work flow... When I watch specials on Netflix, stand-up yeah. comedy, it doesn't look like they do much crowd work. No, because that is like... You're filming it and
0: they probably rehearsed it for like a year and a half. Like Kevin Hart will start at a small comedy club. He'll start building his hour. Then once it's about ready, he'll take it to a theater, do it in a theater. And everything is like memorized fully word for word. Yeah. And then um, once it gets like polished and 100% ready, you just film and record because you don't want to leave any... Because they're like, everything is... I'm assuming, you know, they're paying all that money for the camera, the Netflix, and they probably got to submit a script or something to them. So you kind of want to stick to the script. Some comedians still do crowd work. Like, I think Andrew Schultz does a lot of crowd work nowadays. So if he films a special, I could see him maybe doing like 10 minutes sprinkled without, you know, within yeah. the special. But a lot of specials that you see, um, it's, it's rehearsed. It's all word for word. Yeah. yeah. At, least, at least from what I've seen, you know. Like, if you ever watch Kevin Hart on the road or... Louis or whoever, anyone you see, like you go to a comedy show and then their special comes out, it's word for word, damn near exactly, you know?
1: Now, who inspired you to get into comedy?
0: Um... I, I think the first ever time I watched stand-up comedy was, uh, I used to love the George Lopez show, and I was like. Yeah, I love so, the George Lopez. Yeah, George, it was a classic. Yeah, the Fresh you just Prince, wake up at 2
1: a.m. and it's legendary George show. Fucking Lopez theme and, song going on. And
0: one day, I, I saw that he had like a stand-up special. Like I was just going through the TV, and it was just like him on stage and just doing jokes. like, what is this? And I just yeah. fell in love with the craft of it, just whatever that was. And I was like, what, in elementary school? But I didn't think, I didn't add the two and two together. I was just like, oh, this is dope. And then, like, I saw another comedian. I saw, I think it was, like, Chris Rock. And then I saw Cat Williams. And then, like, it wasn't until, like, high school that I I was like, man, I really want to do this. Like, I started writing jokes or, like, little bits here and there. And then um, I would say when I saw Rami Yusuf, who's a comedian, he has a show called Rami on Hulu. That's when it really hit that it's possible because it was like an Arab comedian doing it, yeah. And on that level, and you know, it was just like I was like mind blown. And that's when it really like I was I had just started, and it just gave me that boost of like I could definitely go somewhere with this. There's a future in this, you know I me mean? versus it's not this fairy tale dream that I have. Yeah. You know so I mean? it
1: like started with George Lopez, and then it's and then it transitioned Kevin, into.
0: K- guys, so Kevin was big up for me when I saw Kevin Hart in middle school. Yep. like Seeing his like uh, hour was crazy. Like. Um, trying to think who else that I love. I just became a fiend. Like I probably yeah. wa- the amount of comedy that I consume, especially at that early age, was just so, like every special I probably wa- you know you could think of. And then I got inspired a lot by George Carlin, Richard Pryor. You yep. know um, who else? Eddie Murphy's a goat Like Dude, really Eddie
1: Murphy. Have you seen Eddie Murphy raw?
0: Ridiculous! It's ridiculous Hilarious. how amazing it is. And Delirious is another classic he has. Like yep. he's actually coming back. He's gonna make, I was watching an interview where he said right when the pandi- once the pandemic is a little bit way. You know, like, I know right now we're like, everyone's kind of moving and going about, but he wants it to be where it's more safe, but he was planning to do it. Like, if it wasn't for the pandemic, according to Eddie Murphy on the interview, he would have done the Coming to America 2, and he was going to go on tour. Yeah. That's how he planned it. So it's going to be cool to see him make a comeback. Yeah, that would be really cool. So how about who are some of your favorite comedians?
1: You know, definitely Kevin Hart, Cat Williams. Uh, I love Bill Burr legend i'm yeah. biased because joe rogan is like my one of my favorite humans yeah you know his know? stand-up so, is and amazing and, too. I, and he's the only stand-up comedian i think i've ever seen in, wow oh like in real life, life. oh yeah. wow that's dope so i saw him and then who's the tony hinchcliffe okay Tony's so i got to, he brought him and then he brought uh this blonde girl i forget her name but she's got like like the froggy voice like she sounds like Kermit a frog is it uh
0: um, she's got like <laughs> this like
1: she's like it was, she was his opener or was
0: she or she famous? She well? opened, okay. but she
1: was I think she's still somewhat famous. Okay, okay. Um so she opened, then Hinchcliffe, and then Joe closed it down. Oh so. wow, when was this? It was in Pittsburgh and it was probably six months ago or oh, something. Oh recent. recently yeah. wow Yeah, this was in the last year. How was
0: his how was that hour that he did? Fire. Oh Yeah, wow. fire. I, I loved it. I just saw his minaj uh what was it, two, three days ago? Yeah. Man his his hour that he's I think he's filming it in June but that man it just made it theatrical like you know how like when I have lighting in here like yeah. he brought all those theatrical aspects into his actual stage time and like he had this big ass oval like projector yeah. behind him and it was just another like level. Chris
1: Tucker also is
0: one of my favorite Chris and yeah. he's a great actor him and Martin Lawrence are just also great comedic yes. actors too Mike Epps you know? is
1: funny as fuck hilarious Mike where Epps is, is he what
0: city is he from isn't he from like Indiana or something like, I don't know where yeah, he's from I heard he's he's hilarious comedic yeah. actor I love when they transition to the acting or like transition yeah. to music I, you know that's also like a dope pocket to see Yep. um
1: theo yeah. vaughn he's Theo's funny he's got a good podcast and that too. and with the asian dude he's always with bobby, was, bobby yeah Lee. Bobby <laughs> <Lee>. <laughs> <laughs> that guys were so random yeah so <laughs> random. he's just so fucking random and it's it's hilarious you know what i mean compiling all those different things together but uh yeah no i love it all dude you know anyth- anything that's gonna get you to laugh and it's pretty easy to make me laugh so it's like Anything that's, you know, going to bring a smile to, it's, you know, my face or others, I, I like to I like to laugh. I think that's, that's probably the, my favorite thing.
0: No, I, I love it. Like, I, I think for me, it all started with just writing. I've always just journaled or wrote and, like, I've always had a lot of ideas. But, like, I think when I found stand-up, it just it felt like, man, I have a, a outlet. Like, yeah. this is such a cool outlet for me. And, like, I could express myself in it. And, like, and you get to make people laugh. And yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like i just always been... My whole family's hilarious. Like, my mom's funny. My aunt's, like, great storyteller. Everyone's just so funny, just always in my family. Like, yeah. so just... I was a class clown in high school, in middle school. Like, yeah. I just always loved jokes and, like, never was, like, a serious, like, you know... Be like straight guy I just, I just love having a good time I think comedy is yeah. a, a beautiful pocket for that you Yeah know?
1: absolutely so, so what was growing up for you like Where'd you grow up
0: Well I was born in Iraq Right born there um, From Iraq went to Yemen From Yemen went to Jordan Cause you know the war And we just were like I was a, re- a refugee and we just moved around until, with your parents and siblings. Yeah, it was me, and my mom, two sisters. My dad passed when right when we left Iraq and went to Yemen, he ended up um, passing away.
1: How did he pass, you ask me? Um, heart attack. He was a heart okay. attack. He
0: was pretty young. He was like forty two. Wow. Um, but thank so, oh, thank you, man. Um, and so we were stuck in Yemen from you know just waiting for. Well, what happened? We got lucky because um, my grandpa was in the, was in the U.S. at the time, and um he went to like a local mosque. You know, it's like a yeah, it's like a if you're Christian, you go to church. If you're Muslim, you go yeah. to a mosque. Yeah. Um. Just asked for help. Yo, can anyone help? My daughter and her three kids are in Yemen. This dude just went out of his way. He's an older gentleman and he flew out, helped us get our things, took us to Jordan, kind of like gave us, you know, like a place to stay, a safe place to stay until we get like our paperwork done. And then I got lucky enough to just come to America and live with my grandpa, you know. So just you? With the family. Okay. With me, my mom, and two sisters. And then grew up in Rockford. When I came to America, I grew up in Rockford from elementary school to like freshman year high school. So like Rockford I would say made me. I don't know, I love Rockford, like shout yeah. out Rockford. And then freshman year, um, we ended up moving to the Chicago suburbs area. I think it was like Westchester and you know, yeah. that's the name of the it's like maybe thirty minutes from here. From Westchester went to Lombard, from Lombard to right now Glen Island Wheaton area. And then next month, LA. I'm gonna I'm moving to LA next month. So I'm Let's excited go, for bro. That. Yeah. It's my first time saying it anyway. Yeah, like, Nobody like, knows. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when this yes. comes out with. Yeah, that's, so that's the we've we've definitely
1: got a bunch of podcasts already pre recorded, but you know that'll be it'll yeah. it'll probably drop within the next two months. Yeah, no Imagine. Oh, okay, so I'll be in LA by the time they see yeah, it. You know? You'll yeah, for Sure, be in LA. <laughs> okay, yeah, the double. Sure be in LA. <laughs> so, um, so what when you when you came over? What what'd your mom? What does she do for work? What what did she do for work then so to now? And like, what did that all look like growing yeah, up here?
0: That's a great question. No one's ever asked me this. So I um we came to Rockford right, and um my mom had a you know I think she did like some. We had a f- some family friend that's like, oh, we know this guy who's looking for a maid. So she's like cleaning houses, yep. And then she ended up getting, my uncle got a job at a restaurant. So then he took her with to the restaurant. It's called JJ Fish. Um, and that's where she actually met my stepdad. Yep. And so I have a stepdad right now. And um, so he was like managing this. So then she started working at JJ Fish for a while. Um, and then when we moved, I think, what, 2000, 2009, my stepdad got a new job. And then my mom became like a stay-at-home mom. And, um, you know, she uh, he works a different career. Uh, he works a different job now. But, um so growing up she did that you know i would say as work until she became a stay-at-home mom um for my grandparents they were working at a crest factory the toothpaste factory. yeah there was one in rockford yeah, yeah. and um they worked there for a while till they retired and so that was kind of the upbringing of that as what is that well, that was your question what did my mom do right yeah yeah so that was what they were doing um and then i don't know it was it was just uh rock, like i don't know if uh, have you heard of rockford or no yeah Rockford, yeah, illinois, Ro- right from illinois. Yep. so I just grew up there it, it was uh it's very multi it was multicultural. There was just yeah. a little bit of everything you got to experience. You know, I like I think it- So did
1: you face much like I know Za was Zayed, right? Zayd, yep Zayd, Zayd. yeah so I, I know he faced uh you know a lot of adversity growing up yeah where he grew up i think he said indiana yeah or ohio ohio, 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 ohio. yeah yeah ohio. so with with facing just racial issues yeah. you know what i mean so it's like did you experience that or was it so diverse where it, was um, like-
0: it was pretty diverse of course i still experienced it because i came 2002 2003 so it was like a little bit oh, after yeah, 9-11 yeah. you know so it was there but i think my personality trait in the way that i kind of went about making friends i never really like got bullied because i would always just rebuttal it and i was yeah you know like I would roast you back you're gonna get yep. roasted and like you gotta dig deep to you know the, the terrorist joke gets old after like yeah. a month you know yeah and, and I was never a troublemaker I never really liked bullied anyone and no one ever like bullied me i would say and i was so i was lucky in that sense and i just had a great group of friends i was always i just love people yeah at a young age i was very introverted but my esl teacher who taught me english like forced me to put myself out there like i remember when i first came to america i won't even i didn't even go to eat lunch or go to recess with the other kids i would do it with the i would just stay with the
1: teacher now are you bilingual yeah i speak arabic so how do you say hello in arabic
0: salam alaykum or in iraq we say that's like just only in iraq that's like a phrase we have Assalamu
1: alaikum. Yeah. That's it Just seems peace. What, now, what's you. Assalamu As Salaam alaikum?
0: It just depends is how that you the work. same way? Yeah. I think As some people say As alaikum or As alaikum. It's the same. Is it peace be with you? Peace be with you. Yeah. It's As alaikum. Yeah. Or, My Salaam is peace. Peace be upon you. It's like depending. salam alaikum is hello. So when
1: you respond to uh, Asalaam as- alaikum. Wa alaikum
0: is salam, then you say? So you say it Wa as Yeah. And that's That P- means peace be upon you as well.
1: Kind of, okay. Yeah.
0: Now I'm like someone's watching this guy doesn't speak Arabic. <laughs> like yeah. someone's watching it for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> no but so Salaam alaikum is what you say and then the response is Wa alaikum is
1: Have you ever tr- have you ever aspired to do any uh, st- Arabic, yeah, Arabic, Arabic
0: stand up Um, We got asked to one time Um, I said no because the, there's like a beat and a rhythm to when I write it for the English stand-up. I haven't yeah. mastered the just being funny overall with just anything I say yet, I guess. You yeah. know, like I think like people think I'll just go on stage and just be funny versus like it's very kind of calculated, I would say. Like it's like every yeah. everything is set up. I have a premise. I have a, you know, pacing of it. So it's like I haven't yeah. figured out a way to transition that into Arabic. And um, because I grew up at a young age in America, like I was young, I didn't really... I don't have that... Um, I only speak Arabic With, like, my mom or grandparents. Yeah. This is... My day-to-day is always in English. Um, so, I think at one point, I would love to do it. I know one of, my friend, one of my friends, Reem, did it. And she had a similar upbringing. And she was like, it was, you know, different to transition it. But once you transition and got that flow going, then it's doable. Yeah. You know? So, I just haven't gotten to that. Maybe what... I would love to do it one day. I just haven't gotten there yet, yeah,
1: I would absolutely. say, as a comedian, you know? So, what are some... Like, what's... I guess one of your favorite memories growing up, you know what I mean? Like all the way up into, you know, graduating from college. What, can, is there anything that growing stands up. out and is like, damn, that was one of the best times of my life.
0: I would say seventh grade is my prime year, man. Yeah. I, think, I just love it. Something about seventh grade was special. Cause at that time I feel like I have finally, cause you know, like I moved around every year coming from Iraq from me, you know, finally coming to America, like, when I hit seventh grade, I felt like I finally had, I found home almost, like, yeah. I had all my friends, I was, like, I liked the school I was in, um, just everything felt right, you know, I had a great summer with a bunch of, you know, like, my, just a great time, and then it kind of, I moved again, you know, and then I had to restart again, yeah, yeah. you know, that was just the most consistent time in my life where I didn't move, I didn't, you know, have to, nothing changed, it was just, I got to build, like, a little foundation there, mm-hmm. so, because I moved every year, Especially after seventh grade, like I moved every year from seventh grade to like junior year of high school. New schools, new people, new, new a new home, and everything. So I never had a consistency. Versus, at that time of my childhood, from like elementary to seventh grade, I got to grow up with the same friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know if you said you moved around a lot yeah. earlier. Yeah, I moved So it's like when you lot. move a lot, you kind of get this new thing where it's like you make friends, but you know that man next year I'm gonna move, and you'll yeah. still be in contact with them, but it's like you don't get to like invest. all of into it or like, and you have to deal with like saying goodbye like that, that, you know? So it's like these little things. The cool thing about social media is now I'm still connected with a lot of them. Yeah. And it helped me be able to like get along with anyone and be ready to like throw me in a room. I have to figure out a way to like make this my new home or make this guy, my friend, this guy, my friend, whatever it might be. So that, that is the plus side of moving every year. Yeah. But the sad part is saying goodbye or like sometimes you become, because you move so much, um I feel like sometimes I'm, I was reflecting I was like, man, I feel like I could have been a better friend, but because I'm moving and I don't I kind of don't invest a hundred percent in something just because I'm scared I'm gonna get too attached and then I won't be able to you know, I don't know like yeah. i it makes me I don't even know if that makes sense, but I try to it makes i w- I gotta work on that aspect of like not um and not feeling bad to get attached to someone just because I move like I gotta figure yeah. out a way to get attached and be a good friend, but also.
1: Be at peace if i do move you know that's why i like studying stoicism so much you know what i mean because you, you really find a balance in life of accepting what is and accepting what could be but also simultaneously seeking to find fulfillment in the present moment regardless of what of the outcome, outcome. You yeah know what I, mean? I love like that just just loving and knowing that that love regardless if it's going to maintain you it's st- it's eventually gonna go away. Everything dies. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. So it's like you only truly live when you accept that everything dies. Yep. And you just go all into that. Try to be moment. present. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
0: That's what I want to work. on I think I'm getting better at that. Yeah. I would say I would treat like meditation helps with that. Like I'm yes. trying to get better at meditation and yep. and like really just so like I'm gonna say before coming yeah. up here because I know I was like I was waiting a little. Was, Let me just try to be present. Let me like take it all in. Take it in. And and that and I'm always uh, that's like as you can say I like talk fast. Like yeah. I try to slow it down a lot. That's something yes. that I'm trying to. Work work on and and um so that helps that stoicism was that what it's called? yeah
1: so it's stoicism stoicism okay yes, that's yeah. raw
0: what what are some so, of your favorite philosophers from yeah, that
1: era yeah, yeah yeah so i like uh, a a lot of it is greek and roman culture and it's okay. it's uh marcus aurelius nice uh Epictetus and is that the guy who wrote the the prince marcus or is
0: that the book or something?
1: potentially okay um i think for me I, I i think a lot of individuals when i see them you know, referencing oh, the, okay, okay. the different Stoics. It's typically quotes and nice. different things like that, but yeah. individual pieces, I mean, I know they've got a, a significant amount of pieces. For me, I just, I dive into the daily Stoic okay. and it, it's got like like a day daily just to reader you. or digest and, and just oh, kind of nice. gives you insight on, on, on the quote and just giving you a different perspective. And then it's really up to you to kind of digest and then measure like, how are you going to analyze and assess this? this word or this situation in this day in this present moment and then make your adjustments and it's, then proceed do you, do
0: you feel like it's not necessarily it's more like just so like your philosophical beliefs your day-to-day b- beliefs that you try to incorporate or is it more like a religion like how would you describe it that's a good question
1: it, i would i would say you know for something to be successful you know like if if, if we're if if the question is more in reference to if you're going to generate success in, in anything, yeah. let's just say specifically with the stoicism, I think it would need to have more of a religious ritual aspect to it. Ritual aspect, because when, when somebody's extremely religious, they're really devoted to, like to whatever it is they're religious about. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's like if you've ever made a, met a devout you know what I mean? Yeah, so Christian, Christian Muslim, or yeah. Muslim, yeah, whatever it is. It's like they're so bought in and engulfed. You know I mean? in engulfed it. in it. It's like their their every waking moment is this, that, the other. You know what I mean? It all corresponds with that. So that's what that's what I would say in regard to if if you're gonna make it something, it it would need to be somewhat yeah. religious.
0: Wait, do you is that what so if you don't mind me asking, are you Christian and then you also
1: I don't even like to associate that, okay. with like Not necessarily, so yeah, absolutely Christian, but I almost like to say non-denominational. I I really just pursue a relationship with God. Nice. You know what I mean? So it's more like, because like, I never want to put myself into... This box of... A a box of hurting others. Because, you know, I never want to come across somebody that was like... You know, punched in the face by a Christian, or yeah. or called a mean name by a by a Christian, or you know what I mean, or or, or whatever you know re- religion you associate yourself with. I, you know, what I'm like I'm a human that, yeah. that believes in a higher power, and I love Jesus Christ, God, yep. and and that's that's my belief system. But it's like you're you're gonna find me swearing, smoking cigars, yeah. and. And, and i like girls yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so it's like and, and you're you, gonna find and you me being a human to, you don't
0: try to hide it yeah, like if exa- i hate like i'm not, not perfect yeah. at all you, you know embrace I mean? your flaws absolutely i hate when i'll meet certain people that are not hate i don't wanna say hate but like at least in our culture sometimes it'd be like these people who will say um oh i'm muslim and then they like they try to like even like try to judge you and and tell you you're yeah. wrong and then you find out that the whole time they were doing x y and z but they just hide it at least I'm yeah. going to be open. But I'm not going to be a hypocrite about it. You know, like I'm yeah. Muslim. I identify as Muslim. And I want to be a better Muslim, you know, yep. in that sense. But I still have my flaws and yeah, I'm absolutely. not going to preach to anyone who, you know. Yeah. So I, I feel like you have that vibe a little bit with you
1: too as well. And and what's cool about if you study, you know, the different religions or just literally just look them all up in the general concepts, that they they all pretty much coincide. Yep. You know what I mean? They're, you know, well, I, think the, I think a big, you know, misconception when when it comes to, uh, I think America perceiving the Muslim religion is is just that it's instructional to be aggressive. Yeah, yeah. nowhere in the because I've read bits and pieces of the nice. Quran no no yeah. Yeah, peace. yeah it's all peace it's all peace and it references Jesus a lot as a prophet yeah. and it's like it's all it's all yeah. the same you know a lot, what I mean? a lot of people Buddhism, don't even know we believe in it. Jesus Some I know I'll
0: meet a Christian like, Wait, you guys believe in Jesus? yeah we do we believe in Jesus yes. we just you know we just don't believe he died on the cross yes. because yes. that's the truth yes that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just like yeah, I'm, just I'm gonna like, agree with this dude yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> go <laughs> like, I'm gonna I, just, I just go yeah I just like change but we do believe in Jesus you know he's he's actually like a very important not just oh we kind of even know he's like very important Important, like pivotal in piece within the Quran. Yeah, yeah so. It's, it's, the Quran, hey, the Quran, hey. There you go, I'm over here. Like, hey. Hit the R, yeah. No, there's no disrespect. It's 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 just language, you know. If yes. we get, I feel like sometimes that's another issue. It's like people get, uh, cause I say Iraq, and I know I'm supposed to say Iraq or say yeah, Iraq. Iraq, and like I remember I, I was uh, in class and I said Iraq, and this girl goes, you know, you can't say Iraq, it's Iraq. People from there get offended. I'm like, I'm from there, man. Like I, I when I came to Iraq, and they called it Iraq. That's just how it registered in my head. Yeah, you know, it's like we get too, you know mad about what, the what's your
1: favorite part about your culture
0: um i would really say the the core of it that i really appreciate especially when i went back to visit i went back to visit in 2016 right after high school wow and it was just like i really loved the family aspect to it i really love the the nonchalant of like you know when you're here everything is just go 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 yeah. you're, you what's what's your next move what are you doing next what are, and it's it's always about money a little bit you know how yeah. much money are you making have you ever you, you are you successful are you this when i went there i got to like check out and just like enjoy the family enjoy just chill and enjoy just what's the best food um i really love dolma that's a i would say pretty famous iraqi uh uh, maybe it's arab all over here but it's uh i think Palestinian is called a uh dawari i'm messing it up but it's like uh grape leaves with like rice and like a little bit of meat inside of it and it's just they uh it's really good or just right you know regular rice and you know the regular biryani or we we make biryani too at least in iraq at least my mom does i know biryani is maybe indian um cuisine i guess but uh, what else? Mama makes these dope egg rolls called burek, and they put, like, meat and cheese and, you know, green beans in it. So that's some good food. Turkish people have the best food. I love Turkish food. If yeah. you ever, have you ever had Turkish food? Maybe. Man, he's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I <laughs> I, no idea. It's really great food in Turkey. Like, if you ever go to Turkey, you ever seen those vi- – their ice cream's really good, too. You ever seen those videos where the guy gives the ice cream and he, like, jokes around yeah. with it? That's, like, in Turkey they, I think, make that ice cream. That specific ice cream when you buy it, though, is ridiculously amazing. It's just, like – it's like it just melts in your mouth different you know it's yeah. like it's more chewy a little i don't know i just Turkish food is amazing that's my go-to and mexican food is really good too yes. i love mexican food
1: what what is the hardest thing you've had to go through in your entire life
0: um i would say there's different moments for different things you know like um if we're talking comedic career you know like we're no talking like overall life like, life like if you had to
1: like just think be like that was probably one of the hardest periods of my life
0: um i would say um hmm yeah that's a great question i would definitely say my father's death probably impacted me the most like especially as i got older i realized man like sometimes i wish yeah. i had that you know to a certain degree so i think i say that was a hard part especially just with how everything was at that time like you were just a kid everything's good and then you just got up and leave because of a war and then your dad you know my dad passed away and then we were just like stuck like at that time just even though i was young but i think subconsciously till this day there is a impact of it um and then as i got older there was just little you know things i would say moving a lot moving around a lot at the time when i was a kid and younger it impacted me and i was sad about it like saying about it friends and but all of those things i feel like made me who i am today so now when i'm older and i step back and i look at it i'm kind of grateful for those things cuz they made me who i am like yeah. moving and 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 not grateful for the like you know the past but like i think because i grew up without a dad it also forced me to maybe look more within maybe create my own lane of how I think a man should be you know yeah. I, never, I didn't have I never really had father figures growing up mm-hmm. so I and I was very rebellious as a kid I still yeah. I'm a rebel at heart yeah. you know so I think because of that it caused me to be who I am and I you know it's just life what's written for you I I, I think what brings me peace is I know that what's written for me will happen and and it's happened for a reason and if I don't understand it and I am be sad at that moment what gives me peace is like it'll make sense down the line yeah. you know so that's kind of how I deal with a lot of stuff. Some people call that suppressing. I don't know. Like yeah. you just go like, I'll deal with this later. But yeah. but that's kind of what you know. I would say I would say gives me a little peace and just knowing that. I think my you know the cool thing about visiting Iraq. It was another thing I was gonna say was I got to meet all my um, dad's brothers yeah so he has like 10 brothers you know so i yeah. got to really get an understanding of who my dad was and you know and they all kind of like gave me a different perspective on how they view so like that kind of gave me a little fulfillment of like okay i kind of got a bigger picture of it um and and uh so that was like another thing i loved about my trip and i like you said what, did, what, what yeah. do you love about our culture is just that family's big for me man i'm very that's like i told you earlier i'm moving to la i think the hardest thing about moving right now for me is that i I'm about to be on my own without my family for a little, you know, I'm yeah. moving out on my own. Like, it's my first time moving. Yeah, what's
1: What's taking you to LA?
0: Um, so, I, I'm, like I said, I'm doing comedy here in Chicago. I'm trying to do, you know, just in this creative space that I'm in here in Chicago. And I, I don't know, I feel like I reached a little bit of a limit, like a, a ceiling. And I just don't know how to kind of get out of it. And, when I, net, I when I went to visit LA, when I went to visit New York and I did shows here and there, something about LA just spoke of more opportunity, I guess. And yep. I networked with certain people who, I was just like, man, I don't have to create with these people and do shows out there for a little bit. You know, I'm gonna move maybe for six months to a year, just to check yeah. it out and and maybe try to grow, network a little bit more. I just, Chicago, I, I'm, I'm realizing like, it's just, I did all the Laugh Factories, I did the Zanies, I did all these things in Chicago, with my own independent shows. And, and I just feel like I reached this like ceiling and it's just like, what's my next move? You know, am I just gonna keep trying to build here, or let me just branch out and see what I could work out there? And I just feel like when I was there, there's just more opportunity. You know, something about LA just maybe because the Hollywood is there and the entertainment industry is there, that even just like regular auditions, like you probably can get more of if you're yeah. trying to do acting. And and so I, that's kind of was the biggest push for me. And like I said, the friends that I made out there just made me feel like at home. You know, my like, man, this is you know this is a dope group of collective uh artists there's like singers or comedians and actors i'm like i just want to collaborate with them and see what that's like and if i don't like it chicago's not going anywhere you know yeah um maybe i'll try new york new york next my bad i had a coffee a little bit and upset my stomach but I'm yeah. okay <laughs> but maybe try new york uh in a little bit um, I don't have you ever been out there, L.A., New York? Have you, yeah, yeah.
1: I have not been to L.A. I've been in New York. Okay. Uh, Times Square, Brooklyn. So got cool. to experience it a little bit. You
0: picked Chicago, right? What was it about Chicago? So I LA, actually didn't
1: mean? technically get to pick Chicago. We took over uh, a previous agency, nice. so we acquired. This agency, and it was here, so. For a
0: second, I thought we, I thought you were just going to say, I just, I didn't come to, I took over Chicago, I yeah. like, but you took over an agency here. Yeah, Do you yeah. like
1: it? Do you feel like? Yeah, I mean, I don't like the cold, so I like probably six months of it, and okay. then, you know, I don't really like crowds, so it's like, you just, yeah. In your lane? That's Basically. nice.
0: And within your business, you is it, you could be remote at this yeah, point? Yeah, yeah. At this we, point? So we could, sell
1: virtually, but we like to have an office just for, you know, to gather to people, get people in. to work in person, for the person training and everything like that, so, that's raw. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I, don't... And
0: when I say I'm moving out of Chicago, I still love Chicago and all the opportunities that I have gotten from it. And I think... I just want to build on top of it and bring something back too. That's another... Like, I, I, yeah. if I go to LA and I learn some stuff and I connect and I want to be able to bring it back. I really... I love Chicago. I really do love Chicago and just, you know, I, I don't want people to think I'm leaving and like, F Chicago. There's nothing here. No, yeah. there's a lot here. I just feel like at this moment in my life, I've reached, reached a little ceiling and I just kind of want to Branch out, yeah. you know, yeah, no, so, I feel that, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. What's the biggest show you've ever done? Um, Independently, uh, I've done like with my, we have a group of comedians, like you met Zay, and there's three yeah. or four others in our group. Um, we did the biggest one we did independently back to back was like uh, the Madison street theater, which is like 200 people. We just did that in January. And I think we're going to run another one right before I move um, in the 300 seat. Now just me by myself getting booked. Um, I would say, the 21 savage i hosted a show for 21 savage and that was like what like five six thousand people and that was like crazy like i was that was the biggest at the time hopefully i could do more you know but that that was and then them. like
1: did, did you get like a percentage off rip or did you they just gave you a set like um, hey we're booking you we're they, yeah this.
0: they reached out hey can you host it and then the hosting i didn't do stand-up at the time i was just hosting as in y'all ready for the next so and so you guys ready for the next set and then like there was a and there was other performances lined up so i had to like introduce them and like let's say they're setting up the like the band is setting up for your band and 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 that there's like a block you guys yo man we're gonna do a little raffle what do you got yo let's yeah, throw yeah. this shirt t-. you know like yeah, you yeah. just you just kind of keep the show going more than it is that you're doing comedy um and and i did roast a cop there was a moment where some cop was gonna try to shut down the show and everyone was booing and then they're like go do something and then i was just like yo everyone just take a step back you know you guys want to keep the show alive. like you just want to be the host yeah. just kind of keeps the show going and so there's no debt space you know yeah. so that was kind of what they booked me for and i They'll, they'll tell you like here say these lines, there's a sponsor, shot them out. That that's that's all a host does. Um so for that specific event, you know, I would love to do a show where it's comedian comedian aspect to it, but I don't think twenty one wants that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I think twenty one's like, Oh, let's have a comedian before I wrap my ass up. You know, like, yeah. like so <laughs> yeah. But you know, I've hosted shows like that. I did something for Save Money before to where I hosted like a hip hop show. Um I would say comedically the biggest show maybe I what hmm other than the t5 shows i'm trying to think what shows that i do that was just a lot of people i mean laugh factory sometimes could be up to 400 people when you're booked there and like so that that's like a decent amount i'm trying to think i know i did a show i'm trying to think what comedian i opened up for something that was like a dope lineup or dope people i don't know i would say let's just say 400 for comedy and then host things that what four or five thousand for 21 that's I think my my peak at the yeah. moment
1: <laughs> so what, what's kind of like your future vision with it all, you know what I mean. Like, where do you see yourself? What do you want to do with it? You know what I mean. Like, um,
0: I used to be very like I just want to be able to be self sufficient and just make enough money from the craft, um, yeah. whether it be stand up or you know writing a script in the future, or writing music. But I, I just, I just want to reach my highest potential, man. Like, yeah. I, like if I'm going to LA and I'm investing all this money, investing all this time, like I want, to, I want to take it there. Let's see, what, you know yeah. what comes with it. If if it's this level, I'll, I, want to get there. You know, yeah. at least try. I, I, and I'm, cause. I don't want to just be like meek about it like, oh hopefully I make like yeah. I, I, lately I've been like man let me talk let me let me make something let me yes. let me try to get there like like and seeing you know especially in the past few months this momentum that I've been that I've been feeling It's like let's just try to double that and like like and, and try to reach the highest we can get. You know, let's yeah. try to get a million. Let's try you know, let's do a show with a million people. Even, yeah. I don't even know if that's possible, you know, but like let's let's do what Kevin Hart you know do in a fucking stadium. Like yeah. that'd be raw. You know, I, I used to stay away yeah. from it. maybe because 'cause I'm scared, but like like let me I wanna reach the highest potential and my biggest thing always is just I want to be the best comedian I could be. I don't Who's wanna, the most
1: famous Muslim comedian right now?
0: Um Hassan. I would say at the moment as a Muslim comedian like he's he's like it felt especially I, I it was Hassan a few days ago and my friend opened up for him um, in St. Louis and he's one of uh, the guy from our T5 group and we got to meet him and like he was just like he had that like superstar quality to him. like when you like so, yeah. like I haven't met Kevin Hart, but I feel like he when you watch Kevin Hart, he just has that it factor, Hassan has that and, and it was just dope to see. I think he's the biggest another big one, Alta Rammi Youssef, is another really big one. But um it's very new Arab and Muslim comedians in general within the new space of just creatives, I think we're just now figuring it out and like making our own lanes. Like, you know, like but Hassan and them are like I would say just they're raising the bar as we speak, you know. Now Hassan, what's
1: what's the last name?
0: Minaj yes. Minaj. Let me see if I Minaj. Let
1: me see if I
0: I, I think if you see him
1: you'll recognize him. I feel like I He was
0: on that. the Daily Show, you know, the, the with John Stewart and Trevor Noah.
1: Yeah, I recognize this. Yeah.
0: Scene. He's, I would say, at the moment, especially in stand-up comedy, like, like he's killing it. I think he has, like, two Netflix. He's working on his second Netflix special, you know. He's killing it. I'm trying to think. who Who's another Arab? I don't know why I'm blanking out. This is right this is yeah, that's uh, him.
1: Really
0: so you no, no, no. like, like, so opened up for him in St. Louis? Not me. Just my just friend, Adin, no, did. And okay. Then we got to meet him backstage after. and. You know, <laughs> was that on like the Tonight Show or something? I
1: think I don't know. What's this?
0: Yeah, that's with Trevor Noah. Yeah. Okay. So he was a correspondent, and then Netflix gave him his own show. You know? Yeah. He's a, he's hilarious. This guy. Oh my. god it's an older clip, huh? This one's older. Yeah, this one's older years. But yeah, that's his son. I would say, I mean, who, who... Is he on Netflix? Does he have specials on Netflix? So he has a Netflix on... Uh, he has a special on Netflix <laughs> he's called... He a Netflix on <laughs> a Netflix on Netflix. Yeah. He has a Netflix special called The Homecoming King. I think it was from maybe 2018, if I'm not mistaken. But in June, he's filming his second Netflix special, which is the one I just saw. Okay. And it's brilliant, man. Insane. It's so... Because it's just a storytelling... His time, like everything, literally every, the attention to detail he did on it. I was just like, as a comedian, I was just like, oh, I'm like, what the just hell am amazed. I doing? Yeah, like, yeah. like, cause like you, there's th- just levels. To yeah, oh, yeah. It definitely s- inspires, though. You know, like when you see someone in your lane just taking the bar to another yeah. level, you just go, now I gotta step it up times 50. You know what I yeah. mean? So that's kind of what I, and then he's such a down-to-earth, humble guy. Cause sometimes I was, I'm always scared of meeting people that I look up to. Cause like, what if they're just assholes? Oh, what if God, they're pieces yeah. of shit? You know, yeah. and maybe they're just having a bad day that day, yeah, you they know? Could but, with him, like he's on tour, I'm pretty sure he's super exhausted. But he took time, to chill, talk to us, and talk to everyone. It wasn't just like, "Hey, all right, let's get a photo." Like he's just being genuine and t- yeah. you know, like, and like um, he's just giving us like, "Yeah, this is what I'm working on next." And he's just like, he was so dope. I'm like, bro, this is this guy's killing it. Like it, it definitely it was cool to meet your hero, and and he is who he thought he was.
1: Like live he, up to the standards. Yeah, so. you
0: know that's dope. So
1: so what what are some of you know your favorite jokes that you have? my I have, currently. And you don't got to share them. Oh, no, yeah. I, mean? I say um.
0: Then I I've been lately been liking the just a quick setup and punchline like yeah. I like one liners. I just been adding more of that because I watched a lot of Mitch Hedberg or like Sam Morrell, and I'm like I want to do more of that too. Um versus instead of just long stories or just yeah. long setups, so it'd be just like like I my most recent joke that I really liked was like uh and I posted it um it was like I saw this girl and I realized you know. How, how important compliments are. You know, this girl this girl that I dated was giving me these weird backhand compliments. She was like, Eunice, you're not short. You're just down to earth, you know? And I was like, you're not fat. You're full of potential. Like, like just a little quick. <laughs> like, that's like an open idea. Just the stupid shit. And this, you know, I hate doing <laughs> jokes and just out of, out of butt, like off off a podcast. But like, <laughs> just a stupid quick one, you know? Yeah. I, I really, I want to, I just love digging. I want to start digging deeper though. Like, I would say I turned, um like my most Last set that I had for, like, the last show I had, I was talking about, like, my breakup. And, like, I want I to find the funny and the things that were, like, heartbreaks or something. Yeah. Or, like, like I can't wait till I could get a really solid joke of, like, talk about, you know, maybe finding the funny, like, maybe my father's death at some but Like, I would love to tap into that and not yeah. be afraid to, yeah. you know, talk about that. Because everyone has people that pass away in their life, you mm-hmm. know? like So, like, I want to... That's kind of my, my lane that I want to tap into just individually yeah, a, yeah. as a comedian. Like... So I did the breakup jokes. I did a bunch of, uh, I did a few, I went to one of my friends' funeral and I turned that into a joke recently and I really liked that. I'm like, I found the funny in that. And I didn't make fun of him dying. I just found that the guy who gave the eulogy, he said this funny thing. I'm like, oh, there is humor in that. You know, so it's like, I I recently did a Jesus joke that I really like, I don't, I'm not making fun of Jesus, but I'm making fun of the things around Jesus or like, you know, I kind of, I want to take it there versus I just hate the, I hate jokes that are like, so I was on Tinder the other day, you know, like it's like, come on, man, you know, like I, I like, I like for people to dig deep, and then you get to know who they are after yeah. they get off stage,
1: you know. How critical are other comedians when they're like, you watching other comedians, watching? They're like, I, I you know would what say, I mean? you, is it like a lot of pressure? It's like it's probably not pressure from the audience. It's yeah. more like knowing other comedians are out there, like and just
0: judging every. Yeah, I would say you feel that a lot in open mics because yeah. it's just other comedians practicing. So and it's not. The more I've been doing it, the more I realize that it's not the best gauge. So you go to an open mic thinking, I have a new idea, let me polish it and play around with it. And then you probably get off stage thinking, man, no one laughed. But it's because it's a room full of comedians. And some of them, they might not like you just because yeah. you're who you are and what you're doing. Like, there's a lot of that in Chicago, the yeah. comedy scene. I I don't want to, I'm not going to name names or nothing. But the one thing I don't like but about. But you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, just point them out, put the name in the bottom. Yeah. No, but but um, there. I think that's one thing I don't like about the Chicago comedy scene, which is like. Um, um it's I wish it was more everyone's trying to support each other but because there's limited opportunities it kind of becomes like uh, people pulling each other back I feel like yeah. and not that, that's why it was beautiful to have T5 my group with Zayd and my friend Rami like we kind of created this like little group and we met other people who are similar that want to just I feel like there's enough room for all of us to make it and and i think we should all support each other and like you getting an opportunity doesn't mean that it's taking away my opportunity. Yeah, no. There is a little bit of that mentality in the Chicago comedy scene currently. Yeah. Um it's definitely changing. There's definitely great comics like a lot of great comics who are changing that narrative, but at the core of it, you feel it. So when you go to open mic and you try a joke and you no one like none of the comedians will laugh, you're like, man, maybe my joke sucks. But then you do that same joke at a real show with regular audience members and it's a really good joke and you're like, okay. Yeah. So this is not the you know, I think now I just treat open mics like a rep. It's like going to the gym. You're not looking at like, oh, is it, am I getting swollen from this one workout? It's just more like I'm getting a rep in because I have to hit the gym, quote, unquote, yeah. in a stand-up. Um, metaphorically, he's talking about stand-up. Versus New York is opposite. There's so much camaraderie. There's so much like, oh, let me help you get this show. Let me help you. There's so much of that more in New York and even more in LA versus Chicago. It's You have to kind of find people and like... I don't know, it's, it's a little yeah. harder, I think. But then, it, I don't know if it makes you a better comic. I don't know, I don't know. I just, I wish Chicago had more of of that camaraderie and that, instead of just like, what can you do for me, you know? Like, right now, if anyone's watching, they're like, I want to move to Chicago and be a comedian, you will be a great comedian because the audiences are not the easiest. Like, Chicago, com- Chicago audiences, as a comedian... You're not just going to win them over easily. Yeah, no, I think Chicago it's because it's blue collar, aggressive. aggressive. So you kind of have to figure out ways to win them over. And it makes you a better comic when it's a regular show. But with comedians right now, if you want to network and you want to make it and, and kind of get more shows, you first have to create your own showcase, book other comics, and that's the only way that you'll get booked to their shows. Versus it's not about talent. It's not yeah. about if you're funny. It's more like, oh, you have a show. I want to be on it. I have a show. So let's, more like it's more like uh, you it's more networking than yeah, it like is. Yeah, reciprocity. Yeah, it's not, and it's not like you would think. Like they had a, I'll I'll say it. Uh, they had like a Zanies competition, right? And here in Chicago, and it's supposed to be they're finding fun the funniest comic in Chicago, right? So instead of them picking out, I feel like the funny. And I'm <laughs> I'm talking shit about them, and I'm booked there this next week. Um, <laughs> but um, well, this won't be out. So yeah, you're good. so I have time. I, and yeah, I love yeah. there is great people in Zanies, Um, but I don't know what happened. But um, I went from being kind of like. Uh, like I, two of my friends, uh, they had the first round, they did the first competition. Yeah. Rami and Zaid were on it, Zayd ended up winning it, right? Yeah. So, Zaid's in my group, I would say I'm just as funny, you know, as Zaid, but when I auditioned for for the second competition they had, they didn't even let me audition, they didn't let me even um, compete in the competition, I didn't get picked. And maybe maybe the clip I submitted wasn't funny, maybe, but it's weird that if it's not funny, how come I'm booked there next week? Now <laughs> outside
1: of comedy, what, what all do you do?
0: um actually i i really recently fell in love with music during the pandemic I, I started making music and i started producing and i started writing more you know i think i put out a few like maybe five six songs and i kind of
1: want to so tap in more into what, that what too. style of music do you do
0: um at the moment obviously i'm still trying to find my style of voice. It's, i'll just say alternative and it's, um it's a little bit of mix of everything i'm kind of like i really love hip-hop but i'm also not like a rapper rapper you yeah. know and i also really love you know Are you uh, on spotify I'm on Spotify and Apple Music, and I'm I'm about to, the next few songs I'm going to drop is going to just be under Eunice, and I'll put a link. Right now, yeah. it's under You know, Bars, and I'm like, it was just kind of, like, the first two songs I put out were comedic songs that I used for stand-up, but yeah. then I put out, like, an EP that was me trying to make real music, not funny songs. Yeah. And then my next song, the next, I'm going to drop an EP in a few months, and I want it to just be me. Yep. and then I'm gonna drop it under as Eunice. Um, hopefully the goal is May May fifth, May six on that time.
1: What's it on Spotify? So
0: right now it's Uno Bars under Y U N O Y U N O and then B A R Z B A R Z.
1: Motorola.
0: You can play Motorola. You is could. That one, yeah, is you that one? I funny like that one. Or is that one. No, that's like a good one that I would say I like. Let's listen. And then my friend Kyle Corm is on that. So who who's Kyle Korm He's so a, he's a Chicago artist. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm actually surprised. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> <I here. laughs> like someone tells you to ki- listen to ki- music yeah. and I'm like, yeah.
0: No. yeah, that's Kyle. I learned a lot from Kyle. It's like alter- I don't know how to explain I it. Alternative, like yeah, acoustic. Yes. Alternative pop. I don't know. Slaps, bro. I think that you came, you showed me the way That is you. Yeah. That was after a you know,
1: heartbreak. so.
0: <laughs> I wish bro. I cannot read them with you we used to get drunk at a party you were just there because you. Lonely just took you for granted. Now you act like you don't know me. We used to get drunk at a party. You were just there because you're lonely. I guess I just took you for granted. Now you act like you don't know me.
1: That got me sinking and drinking. That's Kyle. That's Kyle. That's a vote, man. I'm going to talk about needing respect. I think we both need to leave and reflect. I think you think that I need you for breath. If only you knew you'd hate on my neck, but I'm going to be selling. I'm learning as best.
0: Be I love Kyle, man. Wow, this is clean. Thank you, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, and that's actually
1: really fire. I appreciate, it. and I'm Added I'm into a playlist. I learned
0: so much from this guy, Kama. He's such a dope Chicago artist. He actually just released a song recently too, so he's killing it. Um, but he, when the pandemic happened and comedy kind of shut down because there was no shows, I still wanted to express myself. And one of my friends told me try to journal and play those like study beats in the background. It'll help you journal. And as I was playing these beats and I was journaling, I caught myself. Oh man, this would be a funny or this would be a good song. And yeah. if I put this hook on it, so then I just Fell in love with that. And then I, I've been known Kyle, and I, and I found this YouTube beat. Had a uh, idea for a song. I was like, hey, Kyle, I have this idea for a song. What do you think? He's like, bro, come over. Let's record it. And he just made me fall in love with it. Like the way yeah. he went about music and the way, you know, I was like, okay, I can't do comedy at the moment. Let me just express myself this way. And that made me yeah. fall in love with it. And I'm at a point right now where it's like, I'm trying to figure out a way to balance. Okay, this is stand-up stage, you know, stage time. This is comedy time. Then yeah. also this is music time. And I am I don't know how to... I haven't figured out how to balance both. And that's also another thing that I'm trying to figure out when I move to LA because my roommate that I'm moving in with, his name is Zach Matari, like one of the best singers, like his voice is just beautiful. He's like killing it in music. Like his music is amazing and he's going to be my roommate and I love music. So like, all right, I'm going to make music with him and we'll both bounce off each other, you know, ideas. But then it's like, I don't know how I'm going to try to balance the music side and the comic side because then I have, you know, friends out there in LA who do shows. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out a way to balance the two arts yeah. and i haven't i think childish gambino does it the best where he you he could drop an album and it's music and you listen to it and take it as it is and then he could be an actor and he drops that and it's you know you take it out as it is and then he'll do a stand-up special and you enjoy it fully and you don't just go oh yeah he's a comedic rapper i don't think that's how I yeah. would describe childish gambino so I'm, i want to figure that lane out as well um i haven't been able to yet and that's why i regret even putting out like a gimmicky rap name like you know bars and like or dropping the first two songs and they were like gimmicky and funny because i'm like i hope that doesn't take away from what i really want to do with it yeah um i don't know i I hope i'm making sense by the way you are okay okay. you are um so i don't know we're gonna find out how i'm gonna do it at the moment all i could think of let me just master the craft let me get as great as i can to stand up and let me get as great as i can with music um and and someone told me recently, like, oh, are you trying to do both? And whichever one pops, pops. No. It just, I want to be able to have outlets and express myself. And I'm feeling like today I want to make a song. I can make that and not think I can't because I'm a comedian. Yeah. And if I want to write a joke and I'm in a, trying to write a special mode for a stand-up, I want to be able to do that. And no one goes, well, aren't you supposed to be making music right now? Like, I just want to be able to express myself. And five years from now, I might be like, I don't do either of these arts. And I'm actually a painter now i don't like it i don't want to limit myself in my expressive outlet and also be boxed in and it's messy i don't i I don't know as an outsider looking in how would you say how you know how does that look how does that how would you go about you know if you're seeing that how would you go about it like is it does it make sense yeah no it makes sense
1: yeah like i think it makes sense i think the biggest thing in regard to you know pursuit of success you, you do have to be careful you know there's there's a saying you know the individual who chases two rabbits doesn't catch either Mm. but i don't i don't believe you know that you can't do multiple things and not be successful i think you can't diversify your pursuits you know what i mean so it's like i feel like that's under one general umbrella yeah it might be a little different if you were doing you know something you know some things in the art industry and then you i'm also like doing some things in the finance industry and then you're doing some things and, and like the you know carpenter you yeah you know what i mean so it's like well, well you're trying to you're trying to sell investment products you're trying to be a singer you're trying to be a comedian and you're trying to also build houses yeah yeah so you're saying like, if
0: it's too diversified in that yeah. sense and but for this sense yeah. does it also does it come I, off I like think, that or no? no
1: no no I, th- I think you're in in one general umbrella so i feel like you know, and, and then ultimately, if, if somebody wants something bad enough, they're going to find a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, it really just comes down to proper preparation. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a saying in our business that proper preparation prevents poor performance. Oh, you know, okay. So it, it really does come down. You know, we like to spend, I like to spend, you know, Sundays and it doesn't take that long. You know what I mean? Take a half hour, take an hour, you know, and, and sometimes it'll take longer. Sometimes I'll spend two, three, four hours or even all Sunday just kind of planning out my week, planning nice. out the the following month. And and just being as detail oriented as possible, yeah. Because there's there's many things that I do, you know what I mean. So it's like I love jujitsu, right? You know, um, so I guess that would probably be the only thing that I do. Never mind. You you know
0: (laughs) why though? But it's like I think we're multifaceted beings. So it's like I don't look at you and be like, oh yeah, he's just an insurance guy. Or you have a podcast this is creative yeah. in a sense you yeah. also do jujitsu, like you said yeah. you also I'm pretty sure you have like four other projects that you're probably working on like yeah. behind the scenes that no one even probably even knows about mm-hmm. you know and I, I think I just hated the old school of thinking like if you're just this guy you have to be this and yeah, then like no. what happens next year if you want to stop doing insurance and you want to do fine like yeah. I, that's my biggest fear is being boxed in and I know you were saying like the chasing two rabbits you won't catch either of them but I, I don't think I'm even chasing two rabbits no, it's more no. like Hey, the rabbit's here. Let me yeah. feed it. I don't know more than yeah. it is like me. And and I was gonna ask you this because I feel like you're big on success. And I, I, in my opinion, I haven't. You know, I'm just now getting to know you. But just from what I've seen, I'm like, man, this guy's successful, or like he's chasing yeah. success. And and I would say you chasing it to me is what success is. So I'm like, in my, yeah. you know, yeah, how do you define success?
1: Yeah, I, I think you know you got to be careful because you know if you set a finish line, you're gonna hit a finish line. You know what I mean? But if if your per, per-, per- perception is sky's a the limit, then then you're gonna go indefinitely. You know what I mean. Nice. So I think, you know, su- success has to be measured, you know, within before it's measured without. Oh, okay. You know, because when you start to only measure it without, you start to create voids within. Yeah. Because there's there's not a, uh, I, I guess a congruency. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a collaboration between the two. And then it creates an emptiness, and and then that's where you're gonna see, you know, the the psychological issues with depression and certain things like that, because people put so much emphasis on measuring their success on the materialistic things of, right. you know, like just here's what it is, here's what it should be, you know. When and then true, if you don't get there, then that's
0: gonna also, yeah, b- destroy you internally almost.
1: Yeah, exactly. So,
0: so how would, if you could say one like a, a one sentence or just in general, what is success to you? What is like if you see something like that guy successful,
1: how do you define that? I would say success is to me, it's 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 your internal development and well-being. It's it's you mm-hmm. growing internally nice. as, a, as a human being and, and finding that that moral code standard and values that nice. that work for you. But also in conjunction with, with just overall humanity for you to world. better impact the world. The you know world in general. I like that. Somebody, somebody could say, well, well, my morals tell me to kill people. It's like, you Is know. Is that helping? Yeah, the, exactly. The humanity. That, yeah, yeah. It, so if you base it and measure it off the the right things of like, can we at least agree to like not murder people? Be ethical. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. And better the world. Exactly. Quote, unquote, exactly. Interesting.
0: I like that. Exactly. I like that a lot.
1: Now, what about, I like to ask people favorite movies. Do you have a favorite movie?
0: Um, I love movies. I'm trying to think favorite favorite recently that I saw. Um, the new Batman was really great. Did yeah, you see the new Batman? Yeah, it wasn't that, bad. Yeah, it's some, uh, a cinematography. Love. I love certain shots. Yes. Um, All time favorite movie. Uh, damn, that's tough. Um. I can name my favorite book of all time. Can yeah, I do book? What's your favorite yeah. book. The Alchemist. Have you read The Alchemist?
1: The Alchemist. I believe I've read The Alchemist. All time f- favorite. I've yeah. Pro- I feel like I've done it as an audio book. Oh, okay. Still if, great. Yeah. It's still great. I do a lot of audiobooks
0: That one's great, and I'm a big reader. I love books, so it's yes, like that. Yeah, that's same. you know that's up there. Um, I'm trying to think, what else is a book that changed? The War of Art. Have you heard of that? Yes. You know how there's the Art of War. Is that Sun Tzu. Yeah, that's the Art of War. But then there's this other book called The War of Art, and okay. it's by Stephen Pressfield. I might be messing up, but that one you got to check out. You yeah. might, because you're creative and I yeah, feel yeah. like it will, it just, it changed the way I even view the creative process. Creative yeah. Because pro- you know, like sometimes you'll be like, let's say you today you have to do three podcasts or something yeah. after me, let's say. And then there's this like lingering voice in your head that's like, oh, let me just take a break. or oh, let me do this. And like, it'll, it'll kind of like explain to you why like you'll realize how universal the creative process is and yeah. that the thoughts the doubts and the fears and you know excuses that your brain makes up to yourself is like oh everyone every creative or not every creative a lot of creatives go through this and like it just helped me be more at peace with the creative process when it gets tough so yeah. i really like the war of art you might if you and an audiobook version is really great too if you just want to hear it yeah. drive you're going to work i would say check out that book too dope um you like how i deflected the movie and yes. like, Let me just change. you know but yeah. I, I just can't think of a movie off the top i'm trying to think um i just love any denzel movie i love denzel yeah
1: denzel watched it fire
0: that's a, that's a great way to put it training day everything I, i'm a fire. big denzel
1: fan what are those uh the man on fire you said the uh, training day training day is great training day and then what are the one movies where he beats the shit out of everybody
0: oh uh, you're talking about equalizer Equalizer's, Equalizers. Is great those are fire yeah. I love that I saw... Um, Safe House. Safe House is great. I'm trying to think. Man on Fire, if you ever watch that one. It's like where he's a security guard. He kills everyone. Yeah. Um, but he's some girl that he's protecting. He's like a he's like almost like at the end of his career as a, you know, I don't know, a killer. I don't know who he yeah, is, yeah. you know, but he's protecting this I'm little girl and then she ends up getting kidnapped. And he like will go through all of these yeah. people to just save this one girl to watch it you'll cry I promise you the end of it you'll cry no. it's, it's one of the I promise <laughs> he said no nah, I don't cry <laughs> no but th- yeah. this one you uh, hit me up if you don't cry after watching it I'm gonna be like I don't know he killed it Denzel yeah. killed it Um, he's my favorite one of my favorite actors of all time him Robert De Niro honestly fucking love Scarface so that's a great yes. movie Scarface, yeah, Scarface, is, Scarface is a great
1: movie Um, what else what's another question you say or that's that's pretty much. I think we're an hour in. I was oh, now, no my way. only other question is just to ask you, you know, if there's anything else on on your mind, on your heart, anything else you want to share, get out there, and then close out with just wherever people can find you.
0: Um, I would say I honestly wanted to say just I wanted to give you your flowers because the setup was dope. You're great. You you asked one of the, some of the best questions I've ever got asked on Thanks. on a podcast. I hope I answered them right. I didn't even see them coming. I, thought I feel it was, like they're
1: you know I think podcast is, is is kind of like art. There is yeah, no right like yeah, It'd be like telling someone their music's wrong. Yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. the fuck do you mean? My That's music's true. Right? You know what I mean. But like, you did a great. Yes. You know how you
0: heard the sound like this is a good song. Like this was a great podcast. I want to thank you for yeah. it, making time for me. I know. You know, you have a busy day, so just taking an hour out of yeah. your day. I Appreciate it, this is and fun. and um and just follow me on Eunice. Dahri. Why are is Yep, D H. That's I think on TikTok, Instagram, all of it's the same.
1: Facebook, Snapchat. My, my plan know. is with the podcast with I, you know, we're trying to get like a hundred. You know, it's what is it? We're doing two a week, so we're going to try to do roughly a hundred four to a hundred six. You know, this this year alone, but oh, I'd, wow. like, I'd like it to all be new guests. And then what I'd like to do is. You know, over the years, follow up and Ooh. check in on people and okay. see how life's going and compare it. You know what I mean? Let's do it. Do two years, three year check ins and shit like that. And just man, just that'd keep, be dope. That'd just be kind really of show dope. people your story. You know, because. You know, it's not fair that Kanye is the only one with the documentary. <laughs> that's right. We yeah. need, we need, we need our documentary. Also, what do you think of that
0: documentary? By the way, I thought it was fire as fuck. Dude, I love when Cootie just goes like, and that's when Kanye says <laughs> they're like, when, like yeah. every, time, every time I hear that, voice. Man, I need a fucking yeah. Cootie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, did you watch episode three? Have you watched the last episode? <laughs> yeah, was, and then Kanye did not let yeah. me record him. And then he records <laughs> his daughter for like six, like from age. Zero to six, I'm like dude, yeah. no, this is not the thing. yeah. This ain't Shout out his day, daughter, Cody's daughter. Yeah. Like man, bring Kanye back, man. <laughs> like,
1: that was hilarious, and man. I'm just sitting there like texting Aiden. I was like, Yo, we need to record my my whole life right now. move into the office. Let's you do it. That's mean. raw. No, get it, get it, and every. Beautiful for you to look back on to. Like yeah. like even if
0: no one's what like you look back you're like, man, that's what I was doing at how old are you right now? Twenty three. Twenty three. Oh no way. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. man, you're killing it. I'm yeah. twenty I'm twenty five. Yes, sir. I'm excited. I'm excited to check back and see what's Dude, you know Well I
1: think I think it's so important to to create documents for our reflection as an individual. Yeah. To just to film is so important, you know. I don't know if you utilize film oh, to yeah. like, you know what I mean, perfect your craft, but but I think film is so important to document and show the individuals you're trying to inspire, mm. and and not egotistically of like you know hey look applaud me look what yeah. I used to do or look what I was doing look how hard I had to work, but more so to try to impact you know the the legacy you want to leave behind. Yeah. Of like, you know when you you know eventually if you have a family if you want a family it's like showing your kids yeah. and, and your wife or whoever you want to kind of instill you know these beliefs or or systems. And they that, get to that understand you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And just. And more so, it's just like here's what I went through to get to where I'm at, you know. And it's yeah. like I wanted to share it with you, not not to impress you, but to impact you and show you like here's where I messed up. Yeah, really show. I I like to really show people more of the flaws. You yeah, know I, mean? I like, love that. Don't do this. Yeah, opposed to telling people to do this, because I'd rather tell you don't do this, and then you creatively do. Because uh, as yeah. long as you don't do this, you're not gonna get fucked up. Yeah, but go out and creatively do. You know, innovate. Find another way. You know, evolve. Do it faster. Do it better. Do it bigger. And and, and then, than I ever could have. Yep. Or you know, in, in in the time frame that I did it, I'd like the individuals that are that are coming up in the business to do it. That's right. Do it faster, because I am I am very I am the youngest in our company. You know, to be in the position that I'm in. So it's like, but it, it's not a reflection of my success based off what I can do. It's a reflection of my success based off what my people can do. Yeah, and the people you know around I mean? you helping yeah. you get to
0: that place too. You like know.
1: if you if you're in a position of leadership or, or you're inspiring and influencing people and it's like if if the goal isn't for them to do it bigger, better and faster, you know, you're you're not yeah. really a leader, you're a limiter. Yeah. Oh you know? I like so that. It's like, and there's no money being a limiter you hey, know what I mean? fact. there's no fucking money being a limiter that's dope i, I
0: can't wait to check back in with yeah, you bro. Man. and i feel like my bad if i'm i was all over the place i'm in that space right now you yeah. know like i'm just i'm like trying to get ready and i'm trying to prepare and i'm kind of trying to figure it out i'm not yeah. in. A, i wish i was in a place where i'm like i haven't figured out this is what i'm doing i wish well, i was in there everybody, but everybody yeah. even even the people, like, people that yeah. are in there are also I, still yeah
1: because yeah, i meet cats i've met some very very wealthy individuals i've met People that own jets and, yeah. you know, they, they, they hundred million plus net worth. And there's, there's always going to be a level of, I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, of like, course. I, I don't know what, to, I don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? And that's what keeps us on edge and keeps yeah, us like, exciting. if you remove that, I think that's death. You yeah. know, I don't think death is truly dying. I think yeah. death is, is a lack of what, a lack of questions, a lack of what's next. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Go fucking get all the cheat codes in a video game and see how fun see it is it for the for the next month. That's wrong. You know what I mean? It's not fucking fun. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> the, the video game that keeps you playing it is the one where you have zero cheat codes Yo, you know and your mean? back's against the, yeah, wall. You're back yeah, against yeah, the wall. Yeah, and you're yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. You know. So that life's not meant for you to cheat through it. You know what I mean? Almost It'd be definitely. boring.
0: And I I because yeah. I recently quit my nine to five and I feel like when I started working it I caught myself saying like oh my god I'm falling for that death trap that you're almost yes. saying where it's like. I, I'm, I'm not creating as much blah 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 and now it's like I quit it up and I move it yeah, like just forced, throwing huh? myself yeah. in the middle of something and That's the
1: best thing to do I, I recommend you reading a book called thinking you Grow rich if you haven't read okay it, yeah, by yeah Napoleon Hill and you know one of the one of the things they say in there is you know this army was attempting to defeat this other army and they would take their ships and they would <laughs> climb you know the the bay or whatever they'd march up the bay and, and they would get defeated every time and so the final time i think it was the third time they light their boats yeah, on fire. they set the boats on fire they burn the ships at the bay and it's like we either win or we die you know what i mean put yourself I in mean, a position to win I or t- fucking die
0: i remember reading that and then i was like what if they lit it on fire and then like the guy's was like light that bonfire. he just gets shot <laughs> like, no, wait what do we do and then they just like didn't go how they planned yeah. like man. yo put the fucking fire out <laughs> right right with yeah. the leader gets you know i was always like man yeah put this shit out but i, but I like the mentality behind yes. it. it it's brave that's that's what that was like we're about to fight and we're not giving up we're running away from it i like that that that's like how they took over the white house that's yeah (laughs) (laughs) those trumpers (laughs) the the, the terrorists (laughs) you're a good dude man i I, I really wish the best for you and i'm excited for your journey man i I appreciate you again for having me yeah
1: i appreciate you i got a gift back in my office for you too yes sir thank you ak out thank you A Dog.